0: Good news, my new book is almost here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth. And while it doesn't officially come out with Sounds True until May 7th, you can pre-order it now. And when you do, you'll receive up to $500 in additional gifts and resources to support you on your healing journey. I wrote this book because in the four-year span between 2016 and 2020, I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked every area of my life, health, relationships, finances, career, social status, and even my very identity. Along the way, I experienced firsthand just how dysfunctional our culture's relationship to loss really is. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success, Shackled with isolation, and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and evolution, not only as individuals, but as a species. So, this book expands the conversation around grief and loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we cover those too, to include falls from grace of all kinds personal, professional, and collective. This includes the end of a relationship or job, death of a loved one. A natural disaster or a war, infertility, abortion, or a financial crisis. Also, when we're going through hard times, we're encouraged at every turn to hurry up and get on with it. But by trying to power through these messier seasons of life, we're denying ourselves the very answers to our healing and growth. Whether you're experiencing hardship right now, or you know that you have past hurts that are holding you back and still need healing, this book will support you. Handbook for the Heartbroken will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. Within the loving pages of this book, you'll have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. You can download your free chapter now and pre-order the book to receive all those bonuses at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. That's handbookfortheheartbroken.com. I also want to add that pre-ordering the book now is the very best way that you can support me as an author and the health of this book when it enters the world in May. It signals to booksellers to stock the book at that time and in turn, make it available to more people who need it. So thank you for your pre-orders, thank you for your support, and I look forward to continuing to deepen together in this important conversation over the coming months. Hello, welcome to the Sarah Avon Stover Podcast, a space to come home to your inner wisdom. I'm Sarah, bestselling author and teacher of women's yoga, meditation, and spirituality. And this podcast was born out of my own desire to hear Dharma talks, which are what the Buddhist tradition calls wisdom teachings, through the distinct lens and voice of the sacred feminine. Here, I'll share these very talks, along with rich conversations about all different facets of the feminine spiritual journey. But above all, I created this because I believe that when a woman gets still and quiet enough to hear her inner wisdom, she's able to live her true path in the world. I hope this podcast helps you do just this. I'm happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Welcome to a new month, November. We are speedily winding down 2021, and I'm enjoying some R&R in Hawaii right now, just enjoying the, the warmth, the humidity, the water, the delicious fruits and foods, and just taking a little break before heading back to Colorado For the the cold and the darkness. And today I want to share with you a recording of a practice that I led several years ago. And it's a practice that I still lead very regularly today. Those of you who have been studying with me for a long time, you will find this very familiar. It's called the four part check in. And this practice that I'm leading today is a recording from a retreat that I led at Shambhala Mountain Center. So it was to a live group. And the reason why I'm sharing the four-part check-in and I I speak more about this in the recording is just, I find it a really fundamental exercise for we women in particular to engage in On at least a daily basis, and ideally even multiple times a day. And while this practice is longer than I'm leading here today, it can also be abbreviated once you really get the hang of it, and it can even just be done internally. It really helps to to raise self-awareness and to help us to meet ourselves wherever we are on any given day, because we all know that As women, our weather patterns shift quite a bit in terms of our body, our emotions, our thoughts, and in order to really live in a connected, balanced way, we need to stay in tune with what's going on with us and to stay in touch with what we need according to what's going on with us. And we do this so well with other people with children, with friends, with partners, even with pets, just being able to even just look at another being and really see how they're doing and accommodate their needs accordingly. But oftentimes, we don't do this for ourselves very well. So I hope you find this practice supportive, I recommend that you bookmark this and just keep it in your home practice library. And before I lead into it, I want to share just a couple of announcements as we're winding down the end of the year. I have two more things happening between now and the holiday break. And the first one is a new group that I'm leading, and it's called HERSELF, and it's an IFS therapy group for women. IFS stands for Internal Family Systems this is a form of therapy that I've been a recipient of for several years. I've found it to be the most life-changing form of therapy that I've ever experienced, and I've experienced a lot. It helped me through some very, very um, edgy periods in my life. and helped me to come through to the other side in a way where I feel even better than I did at the front end of those crises. So I found it so effective that I went on to train in it. And I now work one-on-one with a lot of people with IFS. And my private practice is very full right now. So I am wanting to open up a group limited to 20 women and it's by application only. Applications are accepted first come, first serve until December 1st. And then we start on December 7th for eight weeks. We'll meet on Tuesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Mountain Time. These sessions will not be recorded uh, in order to really ensure group safety. They're meant to be engaged in in real time. And these groups are a chance to really explore different dimensions of ourselves. Uh, For instance, I work with many women who have a desire to meditate more or to eat in a more wholesome way or to go to sleep earlier. You know, those are just some little examples, or maybe they want to stop doing something like stop smoking cigarettes or stop having that extra glass of wine at night and or stop spending so much time on social media. But even though they have the desire to do that, they still can't stop, and I've had that experience too. I know we all have, or maybe there's certain um, behaviors or patterns or inner voices that you find keep getting in your way, either personally and or professionally. And this group of this group is to address all of those things and just whatever each woman brings to the table. It will be a powerful experience, and I can guarantee it will be unlike any group experience you've ever had. I myself have been part of IFS groups before, and they have been incredibly supportive and transformational. So you can learn more about this group at womensyogateachertraining.com forward slash IFS hyphen group. That's womensyogateachertraining.com forward slash IFS dash group. And the link to that will also be in the show notes. And last but not least, to close out 2021, I am teaching a two and a half hour solstice retreat. It's called Welcoming the Solstice, a year-end retreat for women. This is on Saturday, December 18th from 1030 AM to 1 PM mountain time. And if you cannot attend live, there will be a recording available for 10 days. And here we'll engage in women's yin and slow flow yoga, meditation. I'll share a Dharma talk and will also lead us through some journaling exercises and reflections about the year that has just passed to really just gather in and harness the lessons from this past year and also to, to look ahead to 2020 20, 2022 that's a lot of it's a lot of twos 2022 and um, just to really feel that we are taking time to pause and to honor this really sacred time of year that is the solstice. So you can learn more about that retreat and join us at com forward slash solstice retreat. womensyogateachertraining.com forward slash solstice retreat. So if either of these speak to you, I hope to see you there. And please enjoy this month's practice on the four-part check-in. So one of the first
1: ways that we're going to start to create some distance between the observer and us, the awareness. And the phenomena, the stimuli that are arising within our awareness is through something that I like to call a four-part check-in, where we just check in with the different layers of ourselves, see what's here, see what's happening today. Because we can live a day skillfully when we know what's going on with us. When we don't override our inner landscape and impose an agenda that might be harmful to what's arising today. But we do the four-part check-in in order to discover what would bring me harmony and balance today. How can I be a good friend to myself today? How can I mother myself today. Whether or not we're biological mothers, as women, we're innate nurturers. We're always taking care of other people. But first and foremost, we need to wake up in the morning and take care of ourselves first. And we take care of ourselves by checking in with our inner landscape and then composing our day according to the needs that we discover in that inner landscape. So the first layer that we're going to explore is your body. So write down in your journal, my body. And then take a moment, close your eyes, and draw your attention from your head down into your body down into your belly, into your heart, and ask what is present here now? What is happening in my body? And then write down in your journal what you discover. What what is here in your body? And write down as many things as are true without going into a story about them. Just like a scientist recording some lab notes, just write down what is here now. What is what is true about your body? Be chronic things that you're working with, is it an injury or illness? It might be something acute from something that you age or how you slept last night. the next layer, feeling you know, like those Russian dolls, we're getting to the smaller doll now, is your emotions. So write down on your page emotions. <coughs> and what emotions are present now? or what emotions have been present since you woke up this morning. And consider instead of scanning back through time with your mind, feel into your heart the seat of your emotional body and notice what's there. By touching your heart with your feeling awareness, We can feel many things at once, and our emotions can be paradoxical. We could be feeling content and be feeling sad, frustrated. We could feel excited and we can feel scared. This is the equivalent of a mother waking up and looking at her child, and if you don't have a child, just think about someone who's close to you. You can look at them and you can know how they're doing. You can feel it. you can see it in their face and their eyes and how they're holding themselves. so we're doing this we're doing this for ourselves first thing in the morning. How am I doing? The next layer is the mind. And as perhaps you've explored since we started our meditations, is that our mind is usually in the forefront running the show. We're often aware of our of our mental commentary. So what is arising in the mind? What are the main thoughts that you have had since you woke up this morning? Sessions, worries, fantasies, thoughts usually travel in repeating loops. And I ask that during this exercise you keep your eyes open and you participate. Stay present in the group. So the question is, with mind, is it the quality of mind or the content? And you can do both. Yeah, so is the mind really busy? Is it sleepy? Does it feel sharp and focused? And then the content. So again, we're drawing that separation. You see, we're not our mind. We're not our emotions. We're not our body. These are dimensions of us through which we experience life. But they are not us. There's a part of us that can observe them. Can be the witness to them. And then the last layer is the that innermost, the little teeny tiny doll when you open up those sheets of dolls. it's The little one and it's the most hidden, the most secretive, the most precious one. The quietest one. It's the one from whom we want to live our lives and follow, we want to follow her guidance. So, this is the voice of your inner wisdom. You could also call it your intuition or your inner wise woman. Another term would be your soul, that eternal part of yourself. And here in the tradition of the way the happy woman, we call it your she, the capital S, your she, your feminine soul. So pause and ask, "What? Ask your she. What do I need to know right now?" And if you draw a blank, you can ask a different question. You could ask, "What would bring me harmony and balance today?" Here we follow the motto first thought is best thought. The first thing that bubbles up is that intuitive guidance. Second thing that bubbles up is you know your mind. what happens when we start to bring more awareness to these different layers of ourselves is that innermost voice of our inner wisdom that we need to serve as a compass for our lives starts to become more clear it's less muddled because we're not being driven by all of these kind of unconscious needs of our bodies and our minds and our emotions but we're, we're looking at those head on so it's the same thing as looking at a toddler and saying, oh, I see you're hungry. Or, oh, I see that you, that you stubbed your toe and you need a band-aid. And you address it rather than having them tug on your pants saying, I need your attention, I need your attention. And you ignoring that and then not being able to be present because you have this toddler having a tantrum. So, the next step after recognizing the needs, how many of you have had the experience where you know what you need, but you don't give it to yourself? You know that you're thirsty, but you don't drink a glass of water. You know that you have to go to the bathroom but you just hold it until you're really uncomfortable. Or you know that you're in the wrong relationship, but you're not leaving. Or you know that you're in the wrong job, or you're not doing anything to change it. You know you need to change your diet, but you don't do it. This is abuse. This is self-abuse. And we're not going to abuse ourselves for abusing ourselves judge ourselves for that. We're going to recognize it and just slowly start doing things a little bit differently. So we'll go back to number one in this check-in, your body. And look at what you wrote there about how your body is doing today. Look at what you see there. And then say, okay, so given what's here in my body, what does my body need from me today? And write down the answer. So it needs to be practical. It needs to be feasible. It needs to be something that you can actually do here today for your body. Given how your body's feeling, What does it need from you? Write down what it needs and your commitment to give it that need, to meet that need. And your emotions. So look at what emotions are present. Emotions are messengers. They're not our enemies. They're delivering sacred messages, important information to help us live our lives skillfully and wholeheartedly. So maybe our anger is telling us that a boundary has been crossed, a rule has been broken, and we need to speak up about it. Sadness is telling us we need to let go of something. Anxiety is telling us, oh, there's fear about the future, and maybe I'm not doing something that I need to do, To prepare me to meet that future situation. Maybe I'm procrastinating about something. Not addressing something to help relieve this tension about a future circumstance. Grief is here for us to slow down and step back and digest a loss. Without moving forward. Prematurely. Grief is asking us to pause and, and respect what has been lost. And contentment tells us when we've we've done a good job. When we're in alignment. So look at the list of emotions and see, okay, so given the emotions that are here, what do I need to do to honor these messengers today? It doesn't need to be anything big and profound, but it's just like a child is sad, so... You give it a hug, you hold it. In your mind, so looking at the quality and content of your mind, and then seeing what what is the need here. Is there a need to tell myself we're going to leave that in the suitcase and not 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 focus on it here, or that you're going to journal about it? Maybe you need some more concentration and meditation. More sort of mindfulness when you're eating. What is what does the mind need to be relaxed and alert today? Just like me with the ants. We we can respond skillfully when we're relaxed and alert. If we're too alert, then there's too much nervousness, there's too much tension, too much hyper vigilance. If we're too relaxed, we're just too sleepy and dull and lethargic, unmotivated. Just fade into the background. Withdraw. and the last one your she so see what her message is how many times a day do we override our intuition don't do that today see what she is communicating and then Declare something in your journal that you can do to honor her communication and commit, commit to doing it today. now we're going to take it a little deeper in our journal. And we'll move into something called Morning Pages. This is a practice that some of you might be familiar with, which is used by a woman named Julia Cameron, who wrote a book called The Artist's Way. And her recommendation is that at the start of every day, we write in our journals, three pages of of stream-of-consciousness writing where we just don't let our pen or pencil stop moving. We don't censor ourselves. We don't try to write anything brilliant or profound. It's like a brain dump, a heart dump. And what this allows us to do is just get stuff out of us so they don't stay circulating in our minds and in our hearts. Creating toxicity, these loops of trying to figure it out and trying to understand it, but we just get it out. And then something magical starts to happen, that intuitive voice starts to come through the pen. We don't look for it, we don't try to make it happen, but it just starts to happen. So, this is for anyone. You don't need to be a writer. By any means. And it's very much it's a meditation. It's a meditation. Just letting the pen move, recording what's here. Okay, so you can make yourself comfortable, you can lean against the wall, you can lay on your mat. when you hear the bell ring, we will finish the writing practice.
0: Thank you so much for joining me and for taking this time out for yourself. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be very grateful if you'd take a moment to rate and review this podcast. That way other women who might enjoy it can better find it. Also, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support.